But now transferring is like cool. We made it cool to get in the portal. And that that's, I got a problem with that a little bit. Todd Cooley, the head coach of Delta State. You're sitting there at the top of the mountain right there in the Gulf South Conference in very, very tough competition. Tell me where your program's going and where you see happening. I like I like what we're doing. You know, we're 21-4 and four the last two years. Um, you know, it's crazy in the Gulf South to get in the playoffs. You're also going to play another Gulf South team. And I think we did the math. Uh, my defense coordinator, Coach Alberts, where a chance was telling me that in our 25 games that we've played, we've played 10 against – West Alabama three times in the last two years, West Florida four times in the last two years, and Valdosta three times in the last two years. So that's 10 of our games out of the 25 uh, of our games that we played. So it's a tough league, you know. Uh, I think it's a little different over there. Um, I think it's a great league over here. Uh, a lot more transfers in our league. Um, just the, our state, the way it's set up, we have 14 junior colleges. Most kids grow up being an Ole Miss or Mississippi State fan. If they don't get recruited out of high school by those two schools, a lot of them are going to go to junior college. Uh, we know that. So we've got to recruit those junior colleges first to get the best players in the state of Mississippi that we can get. And then, I mean, you've you got to do a good job and just keep them together. But, man, we're, we, we've done well. And we're, we're proud of what we've done over there. Well, do you use your Arkansas connection? I know you come in on Arkansas kids, which, you know, here in Arkansas with all this big mm -hmm. D2s and as small as the state is, it's hard, it's hard to squeeze one out. I know – uh, Coach Elmore, you had one of the kids from West we Memphis. Do. Talk to us a little bit, you know, about your connections here. And right. You, you're still looking at Arkansas kids we, also. We, we are. We are. You know, a lot of times I'm trying to look for the right ones. Uh, but I get a lot of calls, and I appreciate that. And, and we're always going to look, you know. But so many good friends of mine coach here in this state. And, uh, man, I'm just blessed to be back. feel like I'm back home for a little bit. And I uh, got to see some friends today and, and can't wait to speak tomorrow. And it's going to be a, it's going to be a blast. Oh, it'll be a great weekend to see everybody. Bray, what do you got? Well, one, one of the questions I have for you, Coach, sure. uh, is about recruiting. Uh-huh. Um, so, and, and you mentioned a little bit about uh, what it looks like in-state, in but what kind of kids mm -hmm. are you looking for as far as how do you evaluate talent right. that works for your program? Uh, we, 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 we look at speed a lot, speed mm -hmm. kills on the highway and on the football field, and we look at it hard. Uh, size, obviously. Uh, but we're just, to be honest, man, we're looking for a fit. We're looking for that total package to come to Delta State. You got to be a tough guy to play at Delta State. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's been a tough program for a long years. We're the winningest program in the state of Mississippi, all universities. Uh, since 1998, we've won nine Gulf South Conference championships, four regional championships, mm -hmm. national championship, national runner-up. So we don't take a backseat to anybody. And we want guys that want to be there. And in today's world with the portal landscape and all that stuff and we just want guys that say, hey, we want to wear the Triangle State. We want to put on the green helmet, and we want to play at Delta State. And those are kind of the guys that I look for. Obviously, you know, it's college football, man. You got to be – you know, it's sure. like I always talk about. I mean, I, I hate to be this way, but, you know, when you're a little kid and you go to the roller coaster, you got to be a certain height to ride this ride. You got to be – you got to have sure. certain things that are measurable that we know are going to transfer into the Gulf South Conference. And then after that, you got to find those guys that want to be there and academically can do well. We've done really well academically since we've been there. Uh, this spring, we'll graduate our 204th player since I've been there from the pro football program, which is a really good number. We're really proud of that. But um, yeah, man, it's uh, you got to be a little different to play over sure. there in the Delta, you know. And that's that's kind of what we look for.
Well, and and probably just as important is uh, the coaches you have around you on mm-hmm. your staff. You know, I know Coach Albersworth, a great outstanding coach, coach. Chance, great coach. Uh, yeah. yeah, John Fletcher, he's my offense coordinator. Has been with me there since the day I got the job. Um, Boomer Cunningham used to coach, play play for me at UCA. Um, is is was it was an offensive line coach at SAU. He's, he's our running backs and tight ends coach. Coach Fletcher coached our offensive line. We got a, a young guy named Alex Bell uh, who came in, uh, who's coaching our wide receivers, done a heck of a job. Um, Rylan Widener, who coached in the GAC at East Central uh, as our defensive line coach, does a really good job with them. And then we just uh, promoted a graduate assistant named C.J. Barres, who I think is one of the up-and-coming young coaches in the country. Uh, and I'm excited about what he's going to do. So, I mean, I trust those guys. They do a great job. And, like I said, Chance defensively, I know you know him very well, uh, probably one of the most underrated coaches in the country, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Now, when you're evaluating talent or, mm-hmm. you know, because it, it's such a revolving door, you know, mm-hmm. with, with the coaching staffs and it's part of the game, what do you look for in those coaches? Like, what's something you, you maybe tell a young coach um, that you want out of your, your staff? I'm looking for teachers. I'm looking for guys that are good role models. I'm looking for guys that are going to recruit and build relationships with their kids because in the portal days, you got to build a relationship to get them there, but then you have to have that relationship to keep them there. Uh, and people talk about you're recruiting your own players a lot now, and you kind of are. Uh, but I, I don't feel like we have to worry about it as much. We got a really good environment. There's no gray area in our program. We're going to tell you how you got to get better. We're going to tell you where you stand. Uh, everything's earned in our program. Uh, we're kind of blessed that we built it that way. But that's what I'm looking for: is guys that are good teachers. Obviously, they need to be loyal to head coach. I, you know, I think that's a big deal. Uh, I didn't think about that as enough as an assistant. Uh, I can remember Jeff Williams speaking at a clinic when I was an assistant coach a long time ago, and he was telling a story. Of, it stuck with me his day. He was coaching for Scooter Register, legend in the state of Arkansas, and uh, he was talking about how he always wanted to have Coach Register's back, you know, and if he was getting his hair cut and the barber started talking about Coach Register, he was like, quit cutting my hair. I'm, I'm getting up. That's my guy. I don't think there's enough of that anymore, and I look for that as well. Um because at the end of the day, as an assistant coach, I think your job, your number one job is to make the head coach's job easier. And the number one job of a head coach is to make the assistant coach's jobs easier. If you work in that that restraint, you're, you're going to be fine. Yeah. that's It's funny you say, um, you mentioned uh, there's no gray area. You know, the mm-hmm. players know where they stand. And I've heard that exact line from Coach Albersworth, you know, about right. your program. So, it's, right. um, obviously, you've got your coaches in right. sync. It's, it's probably why you've had some, some real I think, success. I think so. Uh, I think a lot of it goes, too, back from when I was recruited you know, and some of the things that I went through. Um, I just said when I get into it, I'm just always going to tell the truth, and sometimes it's hard to say. Um, I'm not always right, but I'm going to tell you what I believe, and that's just kind of the way I've always been. You know, I'm going to say my piece, and uh, this is the things you got to do to get better, and if you can do that, we're going to be fine. If you can't, then you're not going to play here, and it's it's really that easy sometimes, you know. It's obviously worked. Well, let's get into this, and we've sure. had guys all over. I mean, oh, yeah. college guys and, and- – What's the portal in NIL look at the Division Two level? I mean, right. I'm I'm talking to you on the phone the right. other night, and we're we have a total of 15 minute conversation. You have to get off the phone twice because you got a guy calling. Right. Oh, there comes a corner. I got to get the, you know. Right. It's all trickled down, and mm-hmm. you know we're hearing horror stories about mm-hmm. you know just you're on call 24 seven. You know, here's the thing that people need to understand is in 2021, I'm not talking football. But in Division Two, there were 7,000 athletes that got in the portal. A lot of them football players. Only 3,000 of them found, landed somewhere. Jeez, a month. Okay. 2022, 10,000 got in the portal. 
and only 3,400 of them landed somewhere. And I'm not talking about landed division one. Some of them did like 8%, but a lot of them just went to another D2 or possibly a D3. I don't know what happened to the rest of them. So it's the grass isn't always greener. The problem with the portal is I, I really don't get it, but I, I guess I get it. But people always think there's something better out there. And all we hear about on Twitter and social media is the great stories of the portal. This guy got here and then he went somewhere else and he got this, but I think it's bad. And, and I'm talking, I mean, Jeff knows I, I played with Jeff. I, I transferred, you know, I transferred back before transferring was cool. <laughs> you know, I was treated like a turncoat and, and rightfully so, but now transferring is like, cool. We've made it cool to get in the portal. And that that's, I got a problem with that a little bit, you know, as far as NIO goes, we've got little things here and there. I mean, you might get some free ribs in Cleveland, Mississippi for the old line every now and then, you know, a little wing eating contest, something like that. But we're, we're not, we're not dealing with the NIO budget and guys know that when they come there, but we do use the portal. Um, we've lost six guys in the portal in the last two years, which I think is three a year, which is pretty good. Yeah. Um, we've signed plenty out of the portal because we get guys that are from Mississippi, bring them back. We just signed a guy from Akron and a guy from Arkansas state in this last class that were from Mississippi. They wanted to come back play. Um, so, you know, it helps us, but I'm, I'm telling you, man, it's like, it's like playing the stock market. You gotta be careful what you're getting in there and getting. Well, and you hit that. And, and then it goes back to, People trying to pick your guys. No I mean, doubt. I mean, y'all been very no successful, and and no doubt. You know the horror stories of of uh, you know other schools driving yeah. around on your campus and oh yeah, it happened. things like that. It happened. Yeah. And then I tell you what's happened is you you get like we had the head coaches meeting. I'm the liaison for the Gulf South, so we do the all conference thing, and and I've seen guys. We've talked about it as head coaches. I know all these guys. Been in, been in the league for twelve years. They'll say I'm not putting up my underclassmen for all conference. Because he knows every FCS in the country is going to look at the Gulf South all-conference list. Wow. And then every Division One is going to look at it. And they're going to say, who was, who was all-conference that's a sophomore or freshman? Who's their freshman of the year? So you got to be – that's sad. That's You know, when you don't put a kid up for an award because you're trying to protect him and not let the outside world really know about him, you know. Uh, and that's, those conversations are, are being had. And we're not the only conference that's talking like that now. So you're trying to combat it and keep your guys – uh, but at the same time, you know, look, I'm not a junior college coach. My job's not to get somebody better to go somewhere else. My job's to get them graduated. And and hopefully if they were good enough playing the NFL or playing Canada or whatever, that's great. But I kind of feel the same way. But I'm always going to put guys up that I, I feel like if they deserve it, they're going to go up. And if they leave me, they leave me. And, you know, whatever. I mean, you got to roll with it. It's the world we're in. And you kind of skipped over, and I can edit this out if we need to. There's a story there of a coach driving on your campus. Oh, yeah. We can, out there. Go ahead, we can man. cut out. We, we, we can yeah. cut it out if you want to cut it out. Let's it get happened. it out there. It happened. Yeah, we got to happen. It happened from a school in this state. Came to our campus to get a kid into the portal. What? I turned him in. So he was not – the kid was not in the portal. And he yet. didn't leave. Wow. He just signed with Edmonton, El- Edmonton Elks about a week ago. Played his senior year. Wasn't going to leave us. Yeah. We were his only offer out of JUCO. He's very loyal. He's going to graduate this spring. Yeah, they came to our campus. Sure did. Ask Chance about it. He'll tell you about it. Well, I will. <laughs> Give him a call. <laughs> wow. Well, let's ask – I mean, you guys are over there in the Gulf South, and, you, you know, of course, Harding just won the national championship. Yeah, great season. And, 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 and great Washita's season. been great. Henderson's really been great. Really good programs. Mm-hmm. How – do you try to get a non-conference with those guys? We can't. Really? They're, they're locked. They, you, division two, you can only play 11 regular season games. They've got 12 conference schools. Yeah. 
They're not. Wow. They can't play anybody else. You know, would love to, because for us geographically, we're right across yeah. the river. I mean, we're two hours from Monticello. Yeah, we're two and a half, three hours from Magnolia. We're four hours from Arkadelphia. There's two schools there, and we're not far from Russellville. We're not far from. We're probably two and a half from Harding. Uh, that'd be great, but uh, can't play them, man. Can't play them as the way it sits now. Yeah, so, maybe well, one of these days. Well, I hope so. I mean, it'd be nice. I, I, well, I mean, because back in the day, I mean, oh, that was great. Know, I mean, non-conference would. Yeah. Delta State had non-conference games with a bunch of guys. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. always a I – mean, when you go to Delta State, I mean, this is – even when Across I play – river, baby. Yeah, I mean, they're going to be physical. Yeah. They're going to be big. They got defense tackles that look like Division One guys. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be speed all over the field. Right. And, I mean, the program's always been there. Mm-hmm. It's been fun watching you go in yeah, there. Yeah, I appreciate it. And, and from outside looking in, it always looks like a little bit of an underachiever. Right, and you you've gone in there, you know, well, won championships. I kind of liked it, you know. That's kind of me. Well, that's I you. like that. that I've always you. been like that. I always had that chip on my shoulder, and um, you know, the thing that I think, and it, it, you know, I, I just I love being over there. We got great people. You know, you walk into a place where you expect to win. Uh, they expect to win. Your fan base expects to win. There's tradition there. They got a they got a saying over there: tradition never graduates. It's true, uh, and it's just a different place, you know, and. I think it's it's not about you know your buildings and everything else. It's about the people. We got great people in Cleveland, Mississippi. My wife's happy there. Been on campus. She works there in a the business department. Great, great, great business school. We just been blessed, man. It's been a lot of fun. Well, I'm gonna get here, get a little personal with you here. Go ahead. I want you to talk about two guys. I know are very special. They're not with us anymore. Number one is your dad, Don Cooley, mm-hmm. who's a longtime you know football coach in this state of Arkansas, and Coach Billy Laird. Yeah, you know they they left us. Unfortunately, yeah. you know, years about a ago. month apart. Yeah, a month apart. Two thousand. Talk, talk to us a little bit about your dad's influence being a yeah. coach and and that right. part of it, and then Coach Laird also coming into your life and mm-hmm. a lot. Of, he's made a lot of difference. A lot of people from Nashville yes. have gone done big things. You know, he kind of turned around. You know, the thing I always tell everybody about it is obviously my dad was my best friend. He's my hero. Um, you know, as you know, because you you've been to the house and you, you you and I are close, and you know I was there. Your dad's deal and. Uh, you know, dad, my dad is the reason why I coach. Billy Laird showed me how to coach. And that's, you know, those were kind of my two guys, you know. And, um, you know, I can't say enough about my dad and what he meant to our family and uh, the sacrifices he made for me and my sisters and my mom so that we could chase our dreams. But um, And then being blessed to have Coach Laird come in my junior year and watch him turn an entire community around into what it is now. Yeah. I mean, he started it. Um, and then you had Billy Dawson come in and do some great things. And there's, you know, Mike Bilarvich did some unbelievable things there. And there's been some great coaches, but Billy Laird started that. Uh, Coach Sigurds did a great job. And he was my dad's roommate. And I was really close to my family. Rest in peace, Coach Sigurds, too. But, um, you know, Coach Laird came in and turned that whole thing around. And, and then I, I, he kind of showed me, like, all right, that's, that's how you coach. That's how you do things. And he was different, man. He had a little swagger about him. And that was not common back there. You know, it is now, but it yeah. wasn't common back in those days. But he wasn't cocky. He's just how he was. I mean, we're going to come out here. We're going to do our thing, and we're going to beat you. And, and I, I learned a lot from him. Well, and I, I can piggyback off that. You know, I, as a young coach, I went to see Coach Laird mm-hmm. at Nashville. And uh, just opening, no secrets. No. Gave you, I mean, it was ball. It gave you everything you wanted. Mm-hmm. And, and I used his passing tree probably – 
Forever. for 10 years in my career. Yeah. And he was using it back with Terry Bradshaw and <laughs> yeah. all those at Louisiana Tech. And, yeah. And Joe Ferguson. Yeah, Joe Ferguson, all those yeah. guys. And, and, and Coach Laird was – he knew matchups, man. I mean, he, he knew matchups. And, and he people don't know the influence – He's had over this state, you know, won a couple of state championships, but he was yeah. always in. He reminded me of the Don Coriel a little bit. Yeah. You know, the passion tree. He kind of kind of opened it up, man. Yeah. It's kind of gone yeah. from there. Oh, yeah. He showed everybody there's a different way to play this game. Well, I got tickled. I was in uh, back home. Of course, my dad, Pocahontas, went. Oh, got, yeah. they, they ran it until he died. Yeah. Same concepts and everything. Yeah. And it's funny, I was back home, and one of my dad's old assistants, he was retired, Coach Wellman. Who loved Billy Laird? He goes, they got to get that six route in, which yeah. was post corner. No doubt. And he said, uh, the head coach there, Casey Chester, he comes in because Coach Wellman's coming in. Said, Coach Laird, be upset with y'all. He got that six route in, you know. <laughs> and uh, and uh, you know what? What a big influence, and we don't want to forget those guys. No, your dad and those guys. That that's why we're here. This no is question. why this has grown. It has grown because of guys on their shoulders, which is great. I mean, your dad was, I mean, he's got a statue up there and he deserves it. I mean, that guy, that's amazing. Yeah. Amazing. And everything. Coach Bray? Coach. Well, what are we going to talk on in the morning? We're going to talk on a little uh, offense, a little inside zone game, what we do off of it, a little RPO stuff and a little screen. I like. You're no huddling. We are. Get you going, fast. No, going fast. Going fast. And that's kind of been – and you've talked to this, not giving secrets. I know Coach Wheeler's over there ready to talk to you. Yeah. Oh, there, get your get your your plan. No going to be specifics, but then you've talked off air a little bit. You've really bought into the no huddle. Well, I have. And, and explain where that I came just, from and all that part of it. You know, we got when we got to Delta State in 2013, we we had inherited a team that was three and seven the year before. We were not overly talented, and Jamie Chadwell was that coach. He'd been there one year. Yeah. Now he's winning everything at yeah. Liberty. Tremendous coach. Um, we took over and we said, all right, we got to do something in the Gulf South. And that's back when the Gulf South, we used to have North Alabama, you had Florida yeah. Tech, you had, you know, West Georgia was still in there because now they're they're gone. But um, we said, all right, what are we going to do to be different? And, and Joel Williams, yeah, who now is the offense coordinator at Mississippi College, uh, Joel, Joel put it in and I, I fell in love with it, you know. And, and, we, and then we kind of changed about halfway through our career there and, my time there, and we went back to being more traditional with shifts and motions, and we still do some of that. But in 22, we decided to go back and start doing it out of a different personnel with more looks, and it's been good. It's been really good ever since. We've been averaging last two years. We've averaged 41, 43, um, 21 wins, so it's been nice. Well, because you didn't do that much in, when you were at Tech no. and UCA. UCA I mean, and UCA, we were huddling. Yeah, Tech, we were huddling. Um, didn't do it, didn't do it. But we still won a lot of games back then, you know. And I think it just fits our personnel there at Delta State. And it fits our identity and we're <clears throat> with the way we practice and the way we go fast, and we like it. And I got a D coordinator that's that's okay with it. He's really good because a lot of D coordinators aren't. Yeah, he's okay with it, and they do a great job defensively. And we we talk a lot about playing complementary football. You know, I don't think you can be so aggressive on. If you're going to be ultra aggressive on offense, then you got to be really, really sound on defense and create lost yardage plays without blitzing the house and giving up quick ones the other way. And that's what he does. He makes everybody earn it, and they're stuff they're tough against the run. And I think it matches. And then we 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 spend a ton of time on special teams. I coach on all of them. I love special teams. Uh, that's one thing about becoming a head coach. I had to learn it, and I've really enjoyed it. Well, another guy you work for, Coach Knight, big special teams guy. Big Watch guy. Big time. Watch Tall Coach Knight's a 
president of the AFCA, yeah. and, and and which is a one great, of my huge mentors. Yeah, Love talk Coach to us Knight. about Coach Knight and and you know his hands in your career and, and that right. part. I mean, I just think this the day to day, his organization and his attention to detail is really what I learned from him a lot. You know, not just being a tremendous man and how he treated people, but the way he is organized day in and day out, organized for meetings, organized. His notebooks were meticulous. Uh, just the amount of detail he puts into things. I don't know. I don't have that skill, but I learned a little from him that has helped me, and I think that's kind of what sets him apart. That and the fact that he knows his – he's got his plan, and he executes it to a T. You know, like he knows what he's looking for. He's going to try to go get the best players in the state of Arkansas, and he's going to go get them every year, and he's going to fight. And, and I think they've done a really good job with that. You know, and, and he has not been – one that's jumped in the portal when everybody else has, he stayed, you know, he's kind of like Dabo out there in Clemson. He's going to stick to his guns. And, you know, I, I got a lot of respect for that. But Dutch, well, and I'll get you off here because I know you're busy, is high school. Mm -hmm. you're, I mean, are y'all still concentrating there? You kind of, yeah. I mean. We signed 26 Wednesday. Okay. And I thought it was one, and I think it was, it was a good time for us to do it. Now, I don't know if we'll sign that many next year. At Delta State, we kind of alternate year to year. One year is more transfer than high school. Next year is more high school than transfer. And that's kind of how we label it off. So every two years, you're still good. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of how we've just felt it. But you just – you know, Jeff, as, as the more you do a job and you stay in a place, you start to figure out what your niche is and what you have to do. The thing that I think helped us, even though everybody's grabbing about the portal, we've been in the portal – we've, we've been having to recruit every two years, every year anyway because of, because of our state. Yeah. So I think everybody's kind of catching up with what we've already been having to do. So we were equipped for this portal move. Even though I don't like it, we were equipped for it. And it's kind of helped us, I think. Everybody's kind of trying to catch back up to what we're doing now. Well, it's very obvious in the success that you yeah, had. Yeah, we, we've I been mean, good, man. Had some good players and got good kids. They want to win, you know, so. Well, Coach, hey, we're excited about having you. Man, I'm, 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 I can't wait. Ready to be here. And looking forward to speaking in the morning. Should I think uh, they were talking about already. They got – over a thousand coaches are man, pretty, pretty that's unbelievable. That's just I that's mean, a blessing. You, you man. remember you, you were here yeah, one of the first I was here ones. one of the first ones. There wasn't that many people there, but it was still great. 126. Yeah. Yeah. It's grown, it's man. It's grown. And that's it's it's man, uh, Danny and you guys have done an unbelievable job, man. And now we got the podcast here. Oh, we got the podcast. We're live. live. Yeah. Well live. The, big time. Well, the people asked for it. The people the people well, you gotta ask tough questions but, and people give give people what they want. That's right. That's, that's, what, what, that's what we're here for. Well yeah. Coach Cooley, I appreciate you coming on. Thank you for having me. And uh We'll be live here in the morning, ready to roll. Can't wait. Go Statesman. All righty. We, we want to some now the mouse here. The mouse here. The mouse here. And everybody in Nashville wants to see you also <laughs> and everything. Well, Coach Cooley, we had you on earlier yet last night. Get that cord around there. Uh, had you on earlier last night. Uh, talk to us about, you know, you're from Nashville, Arkansas. You've had a great run at Delta State. You know, back-to-back -back conference championships, long playoff runs. You're coming back. You're speaking 11 o'clock. What's, what's the atmosphere feel like here, and, and how are you enjoying it? I'm enjoying it, man. A lot of energy in the room this morning. Uh, lot, great to see a lot of familiar faces and just catch up with guys that hadn't seen in a while. Don't get to come back as much as I'd like to, and I'm excited to be here. Well, what are, what are we going to speak on here? What we got going? We're going to speak on a little offense, a little tempo, and some of the things that we do, taking shots down the field. I think it'll be good. Well, I saw you down here last night. We had Coach Clark down here from Searcy, Coach English from Good to Searcy. see Zach. Yeah, yeah. and uh, Coach Lear from Russville. 
Just have a clinic over here on the couch. Hey, that's the greatest thing about coming to a clinic is those mini clinics you break off those buzz sessions. That's where you get things. That's where you really learn something. Exactly. Well, talk to us a little bit about this is – I know Coach Knight's coming on in a little bit, and he he's hey, I can't miss Coach Cooley's talk, and uh, <laughs> you got these guys around, and the guys that you've worked with, a lot of people that are here, and uh, your the process that you are going to go through this at upstairs. What are you trying to give to the people in your in your talk? I'm just trying to show them uh, number one a little bit about a lot of these guys never get to see us, yeah, you know, so see kind of what our product is on the field. Uh, what the Gulf South looks like over there. Uh, and just if, if, if they can take, you know, all my thing going to clinics all the time is if I can take one thing that's going to make our program better, then uh, it was worth going to the clinic. You know, obviously networking and seeing people is fun uh, and it's relaxing, but getting something that's going to help your program be better, uh, I think is very, very key. And hopefully somebody can take something from what I'm speaking on today and it'll help them, their team. Well, talk to us a little bit about your team. Some people are probably not familiar as much sure. in Arkansas. Talk to us about Delta State and sure. Yeah, you know, I mean y'all are a national power. I mean there's there's right. no doubt about it. The Gulf South Conference, which probably one of the toughest conferences in the in the nation. Right. Talk to us a little bit about your program, where y'all are at. Well, um, you know we've been 21 and four the last two years. We currently have a a 12 game winning streak on the road uh, that we're going to try to put on the line this year. Um, we're going to have 32 seniors coming back this wow. year. It'll be our biggest class we've ever had. Uh, we're just trying to figure it out, Jeff. You know, every year I think you've got to build your team. You know, Urban Meyer used to say, you don't get the team you want, you get the team you build. We start over every year in January rebuilding our team from scratch. No gray area, how we're going to go about things every day. Um, you know, we, we talk about being a family. We're big on that up there at Delta State. Um, so we're just trying right now to go through the the, the grind of building our football team the way that we want it and trying to find our identity. And I'm trying to figure out as a head coach, what's going to make this team tick the way I did in 22 and 23. And that's what we work is with our coaching staff. We talk about that daily, like, all right, our kids, our personality, how do we help these guys reach their best potential? And that's what we're working on right now. I think uh, obviously on offense, we got to replace a good quarterback. Uh, Patrick Shegog um, last year was – Gold South Player of the Year two years in a row. He won the Connerly Award in the state of Mississippi. That's a big deal. That's the the, the Mississippi Heisman. Uh, he beat out SEC players to get that award. He deserved it. So replacing him is going to be number one priority. I like our defense. Um, I like what they're going to do. So I think we got some pieces. Our specialists are back. That's a big deal. Yes. Uh, we got to replace a punt returner. That's going to be a big key for us. Uh, but we're going to figure it out before it's all said and done. And then we just got to figure out how to stay healthy and navigate the Gulf South. It's hard to do. It is. Bray? Coach, um, how do you prepare for an event like this Ronnie Roach Clinic? Uh, I started uh, pretty much about three weeks ago, just starting to get my film together. I'm not a big PowerPoint guy, Coach. Yeah. Uh, you know, Coach Williams said, he, he always says you got to give the people what they want. He said he wants me to talk ball, not yep. program building today. So we got a lot of ball on a lot of film. Uh, he's got me on a pitch count uh, because <laughs> yeah. he wants to make post time at twelve thirty. It's important. I understand that, so I think that's why I got the eleven o'clock slot. Uh, so I will probably go at eleven, and about eleven forty-eight, he's probably going to be back there tapping his watch, <laughs> and I'm just going to stop wherever it's at. Sure. But I'm going to try to give everything that I got, uh, and uh, hopefully just get to the film, coach off a of film. I think yep. that's the best way to do it. 
Yep, no doubt, no doubt. Mouth, Coach, um, nice to have you on the show. Thank you. And uh, I was I was impressed because he knew who I was the second I rolled in the. Everybody knows you, sir. (laughs) Oh, that's a scary thought. That's what my dad always said. Everybody knows Brent. I said I don't know if that, as my sister says. Brent's an acqu- the mouse and acquired taste. <laughs> Either like him or you don't. Um, but let's talk about the. Uh, I became familiar with the Gulf South Conference. Uh, right, I started watching Washita. Brett Chockley was coaching there. Yeah. Right when it, right before they broke off into the Great America Conference. Right. And that at Gulf South Conference, that's the SEC of D two football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's tough. You know, it, it, it's it's sad, Brent, because. Uh, we're starting to lose more and more, uh, more and more teams over there. You know, when I first took over there in 13, you had Florida Tech, you had North Alabama, we had West Georgia, you had Valdosta, you had uh, us, um, you know, and then we added Mississippi College. Well, then now since then, North Alabama's dropped out. They've gone Division One. West Georgia just went Division One. So now, you know, uh, North Greenville and Shorter. Uh, they they chose to move out of the Gulf South because they hadn't had a lot of success in it, just for lack of a better word. That's why they're leaving. Um, so it's it's been tough, you know, and it's tough for us to find non-conference games every year. Um, it's it's just that's brutal in our and it's everybody. Our whole our whole conference is always talking about who we're going to play because when you look at us geographically, you can't play anywhere anybody in Arkansas because they got a locked conference, uh, which would make sense for us. We're two hours from Monticello. Yeah. We're three hours from SAU. We're four hours from Henderson and Washita. But we can't play them. Uh, we get it. Uh, but it is a good league. Uh, we, we enjoy being over there. Uh, you know, and it's, it is. It's It's a little SEC. That's how we view it. Um, can I ask one more question? Sure. And people don't realize what a great st- – how good the college, college football is in the state of Mississippi. Yeah, they don't. Everybody – Everybody's good, right? I mean, you look at when Coach Sanders was at when Dion was at um, yep Jackson Jackson State, right? Uh, Lane Lane Kiffin got it rocking and ro- got it rocking and rolling. Ole Miss, Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Leach had it rocking and a rolling in uh, Stark Vegas. Yep, and uh, Delta uh, in Cleveland, Mississippi. You just keep doing right. what you're doing, right? You know, winning ball games, no doubt. No doubt, it's it's a it's a great state. I think per capita, there's more per capita population. There's more guys in the NFL uh, from the state of Mississippi than any other state. It's a great football state, uh, a lot of good talent, uh, and and guys, football is important over there, which yeah. is why I like being there. Football is important in Cleveland, Mississippi, which is why I, I enjoy being in Cleveland, Mississippi. Well, talk to us. We're going to bring him on in a minute, Coach Todd Knight. You worked underneath yeah, him, at, my mentor. At, yep, in the Washington Baptist and. We're gonna bring him on here in a minute, yeah. so we, we, you know we need a story or something, you know, Coach Knight, and, and what it, you know, and then talk to us a little bit how he meant with how what he meant to you. Oh, he means everything to me. He's the, the organization standpoint, uh, being able to still have a head coach that uh, you can bounce ideas off of. Uh, we talk a lot. Uh, he's always there for me. Um, he's a friend, uh, but you know, I called him uh, probably about five or six years ago and apologized to him because uh, I thought when I coached for him that I was a pretty good assistant coach. And then I started realizing as a head coach, I really wasn't a great assistant coach. So I just called him one day and I said, man, it's on my heart. I need to apologize to you, sir, because I was not a great assistant coach. He said, coach, you did it. And, of course, he's so 
you know, just humble and everything. He said, Coach, you did a great job. I said, no, nah, Coach, I was awful, and I apologize. Uh, I said, but, man, you, you took care of me and showed me how to be a football coach, and I really appreciate that. Well, good deal. Man, well, we appreciate you let you get over there. I know you're working on oh, your yeah. stuff over there. And oh, yeah. appreciate you coming on. We're going to bring Coach Knight on here in a second, so he'll have a couple of stories about you also. I'm sure he will. <laughs> well, thank, thank you all. Thank you for coming on, man. Well, man, we, we are flying like crazy on yep. YouTube right now. We're we're blowing it up. Had some great last couple of shows. Been great, great views. Mm -hmm. Tell everybody how they can find us. Yeah, you know, we've hit a couple of huge benchmarks uh, on YouTube. Uh, Coaches in the mouth. Uh, give us a subscribe. Give us a like. Um, that's huge towards uh, where we're headed. Um, and, of course, we're on Twitter or X uh, under Coaches Pod. So uh, give us a follow there. You can watch all of our episodes there as well. Well, it's great. Well, for Coach Jeff Williams, Coach Bray Cook, the mouth, we'll see you next time. We'll